Hold on. All white people look the same to me. So. <laughs> if you shaved and put a hat on, I could tell you enjoy your part. Yeah, I'm aware. And I get it. This is like King of the Hill. So are you Chinese or Japanese? Oh, dear. I'm the ocean, stupid. <laughs> what? What ocean? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of The Four Dorksmen. I am Collector Clint. We always start east to west. Well, crap. Look, man, you need to, you need to buy a map, first of all, because I live further east than you do. But anyway, I'm Joey, a.k.a. Beef Squatch. Do you want to start again, sir? Let's start no. again. No, leave that in there. Leave, leave that. that in there? All Let's right. Do it, live. <laughs> do it live. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Hey, geography. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I'm Ryan, Asian Tony Stark. And we are thrilled to have you with us for another episode where we talk about all the nerdy, nerdy geek stuff we want to talk about. And that's going to be the case this week as we look into some fun uh, Disney and D23 stuff. And to help us with that, we brought on a special guest. I will let her introduce herself. It's Eva, a.k.a. Evilicious 25. Where's the 25 come from? Uh, that is the... Date of my birth. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a fair answer. I didn't. I mean, maybe it was the number of people you've punched. I had no idea. So I'll take, I mean, I It'd be a low number. It's a low right. number. Twenty-five <laughs> low number. Well, for Eva, it had to be a high number because she's about roughly the nicest person you'll ever meet. So you know, it 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 would be incredible and a really fun story if that was the case. But that's okay that it's not. Eva, we're thrilled to have you with us. Um, hang tight for a second because I got a little housekeeping I still want to do. Make sure you're following us on our social media pages at the Dorksman on both Instagram and Twitter. Dorksman at gmail.com is our email address. Feel free to reach out to us. And shout out to Larry and the STS guys. They just recorded episode 99. Larry was on our last episode. 100 is this upcoming Saturday, 8 o'clock uh, where I am. I think, no, I lied. That is 8 o'clock Pacific time, so we're Nate and Eva are. And, uh, you know, adjust accordingly, but make sure to check them out live, though. I think they're going to be doing some fun stuff for episode 100, and we really appreciate their support. The least we can do is get you guys there to help them out. So anyway, that's our housekeeping. So you might be wondering why Eva's with us. Well, Eva did go to D23, which is now, of course, a little old. We've all heard a lot of the news. We've heard of the shows coming out. We've heard of the product that was there. We've heard of everything. But we weren't there. And I think a lot of people I've talked about it are not there. So we're really excited to have Eva here to give us a little more perspective and to tell us about things that we would have missed not being there or even some fun stories she might have had while she was there. So we will get to that. But first, we got to go to our Q&A. So, of course, everyone who keeps writing in, thank you. We love your questions. They are all in queue. We will answer them. We just haven't gotten to them yet because, well, we haven't gotten that far. But we will. Do not hesitate to send us more. Hashtag Ask the Dorksman is where to look for that. And we would be happy to uh, to add those into our list because there hasn't been a bad question yet. Even I think there's one about where babies come from. Don't worry, we'll answer that. You maybe don't like the answer, but we'll get there. <laughs> anyway, so from Walmart, that's yeah. the answer. I, there, I heard pelicans bring it, not storks. It's really weird. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna keep it like I said, Disney themed. And Austin Keel, who again drew our heads in the Funko Pop style. Thank you again, Austin. As our first question, he's at Austin underscore Keel on Twitter. What is your favorite ride at at the Disney parks and why? So let's answer this. Let's go west to east. So Ryan, will you start us out, please? I'm going to go Space Mountain. <clears throat> Reason for that, 
I don't remember my age. Must have been, say, eight or nine the first time I actually went to the park. I don't know if you guys can relate. First time being in the dark on a roller coaster, and actually, to my recollection, this is probably the only roller coaster I've ever wrote, ridden in the dark. You don't know what's going on. You can't see what's going on. So all of a sudden, you're like, oh, forward, forward, forward. All of a sudden, left turn, right? So exciting. Sorry, my answer is not that exciting. My description of it's not that exciting, but that's the first thing that comes to mind to me. It's a good answer. You know, all nostalgia, childhood. Understood. Yep. Nate, how about you? I I gotta piggyback on that one. Uh, Space Mountain for me as well. I'm not big on roller coasters. Like I, um, just growing up, I just I don't do well on rides and whatnot. So being on Space Mountain was like kind of the first roller coaster, quote unquote, roller coaster that I enjoyed as as a, as a kid that I could actually kind of sit through and, and not want to throw up all over myself so that's that's why it gets my vote very good eva um i will have to go on the other side of the park to the california adventure side so the guardians of the galaxy ah very cool which used to be tower of terror so that <laughs> since we're on this topic eva how often do you go to a disney park um i try to go once a month at least wow really because wow. it's not expect- far away <laughs> right right well, i understand that but i was expecting like once every three months or something not every month wow you must have a good pass then and want to get your money's worth exactly exactly okay fair enough i can relate it's funny my answer by default was going to be uh space mountain as well because I feel like it's really the only, well, I haven't been since I was 12, so I can't say a whole lot, but I really liked that it was a roller coaster. And like you said, it was in the dark. You couldn't see where you're going. So it was surprising or you couldn't be scared of anything. And uh, it was a neat idea. I mean, Space Mountain has been around since like the 60s, if I remember right. So that's uh, that's cool. That that's still the case. I will say I also enjoy Splash Mountain. I think it's a neat idea. Uh, I love all the pictures that everybody has taken over the years of them going down into the water Everything from the guys playing ping pong table to the guys that have the TV to the actual pictures of people being scared. It's very entertaining just to see that portion of it. So those are my two answers. But I had to give something else because, like they said, Space Mountain's pretty awesome. Joe, how about you? Splash Mountain, for sure. It, I mean, I uh, get it. Yeah, I mean, I can ride that one 10, 12 times in a row uh, and not get tired of it. I just I just like the old school animatronics that goes with it. Uh, I like how, for the most part... It's kind of a casual ride, and then you know it kind of tricks you every now and then. Oh, here comes the big dip, and no, that's not it. Oh, here comes the big dip, no, that's not it. And then and then it finally gets you at the end. Um, I just love it. I could Good ride call. it all day long. Nice. Good call. I see. It's been so long. I mean, don't worry. I'm sure we'll get Ava there eventually. Just got to get her to an age when she can actually appreciate it for the price. Very good. Well, let's keep it up with the Disney Park question. Favorite food at Disney Park. Or carnival ride in, or excuse me, carnival food in general. If you haven't been to Disney Park recently, so uh, that that applies to me. Uh, Eva, why don't you start this out, and we'll go again east to west. So every time we go, I have to get some sort of Mickey-shaped item. <laughs> so usually, I'll get the um, the Mickey ice cream sandwich, but the Mickey beignets are also delicious. <laughs> wow. They said it sounds delicious. I, I wasn't hungry. I am now. Right. Uh, I don't remember. So I can't tell you my favorite because uh, I don't remember what we ate there at all. Again, I was 12. That was 24 plus years ago. 
But um, I keep hearing, I, I, I can picture the churros being delicious. I know we, that has come up multiple times in some of our chat rooms that we have. Um, as for carnival food in general, I do like the greasy uh, giant turkey legs. That, uh, you know, that's a meal in itself. So and it's easy to carry around and eat while I have a beer in my other hand. So I think I have to go with that one as my answer. Joe, you're up. Uh, I'll answer both questions. So favorite Disney park foods, probably the churro. Um, but favorite carnival food, fried Coke balls. Please explain. Yeah, I, I have no understanding what this is at all. <laughs> all right. So, um, I don't know like how famous this is outside of Louisiana, but the uh, Angola prison, uh, which is fairly famous. Um, it had a show a while back, but anyway, they've got a rodeo that they hold every year. They've made like documentaries about it. So we finally went for the first time a couple of years ago, because it is actually several hours away from where we live. Um, but they had like, uh, you know, the food stuff set up at the rodeo as well and some crafts, but one of the booths had fried foods. And one of the things they had was fried coke balls so basically they use coke coca-cola like they even have it in the two liters and they mix it up with some kind of dough like that you would use for donuts or beignets or something like that and then they have these molds that are like golf ball sized balls and that they pour the stuff into and then they drop it in the fryer and they just fry up into these little sweet doughy balls that have like this little coke taste to them and they put like a handful of them in a in a big bowl and then they put uh whipped cream and powdered sugar and i think there was fudge on top of it as well and they are like stupendous like i want to go back to the angola rodeo just for that reason alone wow they sound uh they sound interesting now right so it's it's basically the dough is soaking up the coca-cola right yeah, I guess they just uh, it's it's pre-soaked. So they they had like a bunch of two liters lined up already that had the stuff in it ready for them just to okay. you know pour it out into the mold. Okay, because when I you were going when you're saying Coke ball and prison, my mind went somewhere else completely. But thank you for explaining. What, what That's it is. right. Yeah. Were you were you having flashbacks night? Is that yeah. what was going on? You're yes. having some flashbacks. Yeah. That and it's, the Dementors. The men who were the worst part of prison. Dementors. The Dementors. Way to go, Michael Scott. <laughs> nice. All right, Ryan, you're up. Well, for me, I'm going to go churros, definitely, because that is the one thing I definitely love at the park. I'm kind of like you, Clint. Prior to last year, where Michi and I went, we went in March, I had not been back to the park for about 12 years. You know, actually, I take it back. Might have been longer than that. No. I'm sorry. It was closer to 20 years. Yeah. Because the last time I went, I was in high school. I was a senior in high school. And after that, had not been back to the park. As far as favorite carnival food, I'm going to... It's kind of similar to what you have, Joey. It's called an andagi. It's a Okinawan donut, if you will. So it's kind of similar. It's a circle, or we'll say sphere here. Uh, I don't know what kind of dough it is, but they deep fry it and they throw sugar on it. It's not as yeah, fancy with your little Coke ball thing, but it still tastes pretty good with ice cream. I, I was going to say, you can't go wrong with fried dough. I mean, I think we all like donuts, right? Right. So I get it, but okay. Well, here's right. the question and, then. If your head was a donut, would you eat your head? I, I yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just enough that I wouldn't die. But right. I would, I, I, just, I'd totally pull a Homer Simpson and be just gone. <laughs> Quit picking at it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> It tastes too sweet, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, not, not now, not happening. But but thank you for that very hypoth- or hypo- uh, hypothetical question. 
I guess Treehouse of Horror is coming up at some point. But anyway, Nate, how about you give us your answer? Uh, Disney food. It's been it's been so long since I've been to Disney Park. I honestly don't remember. Um, but carnival food. Actually, yesterday, um, sister in law went to. We have a a small. I guess it's pretty small. Uh, carnival here every year. Uh, part of our very small theme park that we have. Uh, so during PE, they have like a lot of food vendors and a lot of uh, just it's just all carnival food and stuff. Uh, mini donuts would be my favorite thing. So they just oh, like yeah. just a bag of mini donuts covered in sugar. You don't like, there's like flavored ones. I think there's like cinnamon flavor ones or whatever. Mm, we just get the original. Um, and they're just like in this little machine. They're just churning them out constantly. You just like stand there and watch these little mini donuts get made for hours, and it's just it's hypnotizing and it smells so good. Yeah. Nice. So so side note, Nate. I don't even know if you realize you and I missed out on this, but Nate. Uh, Josh and myself and MC too went to the uh, Adult Swim Rick and Morty on the Green Deal while we we're in San Diego. Yeah. And after we got up from our butt numbing sitting <laughs> on the grass for like forty five minutes, we we're walking out and they had a food thing that not only had churros but it also had mini donuts for sale that we could have been eating and made us maybe forget about the fact that our asses had fallen asleep. Yeah. It was the worst. Oh. Like, two hours of sitting that I've ever experienced in my life. It, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Damn, I would have like still gone to that, but I'm glad it you It was worth it, it, though. It was hilarious. And it was, right. I mean, the content was great. Not being able to feel my legs was not great. Mm-mm. You can feel them now, though, right? So it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling came back 97% of the way. <laughs> That's right. I can't wiggle my small toe still, but yeah, yeah. still worth it. Very cool. Thank you for the questions. Again, keep them coming. Ask the uh, Hashtag AskTheDorksman. We want to answer anything and everything you guys can throw at us, even if it's not going to be a real answer. But as you can probably tell from the last couple episodes, we actually want to answer them and and talk about it because it brings up some fun discussion like Coke balls. So please keep them coming. All right, let's dive into some D23. So, Eva, thank you again for joining us. Why don't you give us a summary of your D23? And then what we can do is we can kind of ask questions and pry and talk about other things we've heard or seen since then. Does that work for everybody? Yeah. Sounds good. Does that work for you, Eva? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, do it for us. Show us up. So this was my first D23. So I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but um, it was was interesting. Got there Friday morning completely. It seemed very disorganized on Friday. There's not much signage around, like where to go, what line to stand in. We, we've heard that multiple times, right. not even just this year, but for other times. Uh, just, sorry, interrupt you, but Friday was the first day, right? Right. Friday oh. was the first day. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So, like I said, it was very interesting. I got to meet up with a couple of our other friends so that are veterans. So, kind of had to ask around and go, okay, where do I need to go? What do I need to do? But... Um, all in all, definitely, definitely a different experience than San Diego Comic Con. Um, not as crowded. Uh, you can actually walk around the showroom floor. Um, different in the sense of if you're doing panels, um, you would have to go. You'd be sitting in a room for about three and a half hours before you actually got out to the floor. So, so different. Yeah, yuck. That sounds awful. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. All yeah. right. 
Did you go all three days? I did. I ended up going all three days. Um, every morning. So every morning was a different experience. I think as it went on, it got a little better. <laughs> but that first day was definitely an experience. <laughs> so yeah, we saw like some pictures on social media on the first day where it was like just the lines were just awful. Like people were everywhere. There was just kind of like these makeshift lines kind of sprouting up in places and we just saw like piles i saw like piles of like sleeping bags and stuff that like they confiscated so i'm not sure what was going on there right so when i got there i didn't i didn't realize that there were two separate ways to get in um so i actually went to the shorter line i guess through security (laughs) um so from there they directed us into um what I thought was going to be the hall to watch the first panel, which was the Disney Legends panel. So we go inside, go downstairs, and it's a giant, like, a room full of just people and lines. Like, it's no signage, so you had to ask somebody, okay, what are you standing in line for? And hopes that they were standing in line for what, the, what somebody else told them. Yeah, this is what the line is for. So, wow. Yeah, so we were there. I got there early. Like I said, I didn't know um, exactly how it was going to work out because I did have a reservation. Um, but it always, you know, that whole thing was like, you have a reservation, but you need to be there an hour before the panel, you know, just to make sure you get in the room. So I actually got there at 7. The actual panel didn't start till 1030. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, standing, sitting, waiting, ending up um, in the right queue. <laughs> so they actually walked us all the way over to the front of the hall where the convention was. I thought, oops, like, I thought we were just going to walk basically into the room. But we walked all the way across, like, this giant courtyard <laughs> over to the next holding area. <laughs> wow. Yeah, next time. Sounds like a Disneyland ride. Exactly. You're getting somewhere, you're not. Exactly. So from there, they gave us wristbands, sat and waited a little longer, then finally went in, you know, and then that room holds 7,000 people. So. That's a lot. Right. So if you're not. That's bigger than Hall H, isn't it? um, I think Hall H is bigger. Is it? I thought it was 6,000 something. I still haven't breathed it yet in five years so don't take my word as god here that's because you have to use a whole day just to get in there you do right exactly so anyway, not breathe all h either right no <laughs> i'm not one of those people that wants to camp out the night before so. for anybody listening and doesn't know it we're talking about hall h is the notorious hall or presentation area in san diego comic-con this year like the marvel whole marvel reveal and everything happened in that that hall to give you the the scope of how large it is and it's very popular Tony Stark wasn't there though. Too bad. Sorry, Nate, or sorry, uh, Ryan. But uh, to get that's what we're talking about. When we say Hall H. It's the San Diego Comic Con biggest hall where the biggest panels and the most popular stuff happens. I'm sorry, Eva. Please continue. Um, so during that time, like the best thing is if you're not going to that first panel in the morning, there are seven thousand people sitting in one room, so the show floor is fairly empty. <laughs> able to walk around get whatever you need to get right Uh, yeah so once you know at noon once the 
floodgates basically open, you have an additional, you know, the people, the 7,000 in that room, and then they do have um, three other rooms that they have some sort of panel going on in. So there's always an influx of people around 11, 12 o'clock. So it's one of those things, though, where if hypothetically you wanted to see a panel, and I'm, I'm just making up stuff here, at like 2 o'clock, they don't kick you out every time a new panel is in and out. So there's people who wait all day in the same panel room for one panel. No, they kick you out every time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, every time. So they don't have um, a whole lot of, of panels going on, you know, because it's Disney, so they want you to shop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Disney does. Good call. Disney does. Um, you know, there are a few that are overlapping. There's, uh, you know, various panels. Of course, you can't get to everything. You know, so you could, I mean, you could essentially spend your whole day in in a panel room somewhere, but a different one every time. Sure, sure. So, All right. Go on. I'm sorry. Oh, I was lucky enough to go to the Disney Legend ceremony, and and Tony Stark was there. <laughs> oh, nice. I know. I saw so that. Did. I was very happy for him. He yeah, deserves he, it. He really does. Yeah, he was the first one up, so so that was that was awesome to see him there. I like that we don't use RDJ's name; we just call him. I know, right? <laughs> there oh. he is, representing. Put it back in the box. Stop, oh. stop. <laughs> no, this this one comes and travels with me all over the place. That's the custom, isn't it, Ryan? It's just a head swap. I think this is still, still a custom. Custom, custom. Still custom. not custom in the in the sense that Christina does. No, the head swap. but still, yeah. So if you guys don't know, we're, we're all on Skype right now, and, and Ryan's, of course, showing off like he does, and is showing <laughs> off his, uh, his we're going to go ahead and say custom, Tony Stark, <laughs> where he is uh, he is missing, or he's in full body gear, but he has Edith, the Edith glasses on, and no head protector. So anyway, so Legends, very cool, Eva, what else? Let's see, um, what else? We got to go to the sneak peek of up-and-coming things coming to the parks. And that was cool. Um, plenty of things happening. It seems like a lot of things are happening over at Walt Disney World, um, more so than here in California. But they are doing an Avengers campus here. Yeah, right. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah it's going to be on the California Adventure side, um, right next to Guardians of the Galaxy. So everything's going to be located there. So when you guys do get a chance to come out, I would I would highly recommend from the previews that we've seen to go check that out. They're going to have um, a Spider-Man ride, um, a lot of interactive stuff that you can do. Uh, so, yeah. Is that whole area opening up at the same time? I don't believe so. Um, I think they're going to do bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Okay. Things, you know, people can come see. Sure. Do you want to know when the first quote unquote phase opens? Ooh, I, let's see. I it's okay if you do not. I'm not going to hold you to it. You're not, yeah. Oh, exactly. I should have taken notes. Well, they <laughs> no, said it was next year have. sometime, right? And that might be the case. I understand they do that, and that's fine. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff opening up uh, next year and also the following year. Um, seems like they're doing another. What seems to be a Star Wars hotel theme oh, over wow. at Walt Disney World, though. 
they call it a two-night cruise, but really it's not on a ship. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like a galactic cruise. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a immersive type experience more than a ride. I uh, see. From what I understand. Okay, so it's like, I, so it's like you're on a ship, but you're really not. It's the experience. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they like kind of trick you into thinking, you know, just through visuals and all that kind of stuff that you're there. And I think they have like all the cast members are dressed as different Star Wars characters, and you know, it's all real, you know, uh, movie accurate, and you know, follows canon and all that kind of stuff as oh. as you go through. But it's like I think I remember seeing for like five people. It was maybe three thousand something dollars for three days, two nights, or something around there. I'm kind of ballparking it, but it's still wow. it's pretty pricey. But I think they're all booked up already. I think they opened up reservations or something for it, maybe. And Dude, I think it's Star already fans, sold out. Star Wars fans are are passionate. Let's put it like that. So I'm not surprised <laughs> to hear that at all. It's like I'm. Well, if I had the money, if I had the money, I would have done it for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm passionate too. I'm just not rich and passionate. You know, there's a difference. <laughs> Well, or stupid and passionate. There's some people that probably shouldn't be spending that money that are still spending it. So good for you for being responsible. Touché. As a parent, I appreciate that. What else, Eva? Let's see. We did the um, Saturday was the big panel. Um, so that was the behind the scenes with Walt Disney Studios. So mm. a lot of um, movie previews we got to see. It was very interesting. Um because while you were in the holding area, they had you put all your electronic devices in a bag and seal it up. So no leaks, no recording, no nothing. So it was very interesting. Yep, for sure. So because so I, I, I did see they give you the bag and it's like a, you know, it's, it's not a plastic bag necessarily. It's something where nothing can see through anything. Do you then take that bag in with you or do they put it themselves and you have to get it out from them when you leave? No, no, no. You take it in with you. It's okay. basically, you know, honor system. You you have to walk by with your bag in hand. But then again, who knows what's in that bag? Well, but at the same time, I know they have people watching too, so I'm sure. Oh, exactly. So during the whole, um, during all the previews, you had security walking up and down each aisle. So right. always looking, always checking to make sure nobody's recording anything, no pictures, etc. Wow. Well, did you see some good previews then? I did. Um, they started off with Star Wars, so that was pretty awesome. Oh, we've, we've, we've seen that preview yeah. now, right? Yeah, so that okay. came out shortly after, probably shortly after we let out of the room. Right. Um, if not the following day. Okay. So there was that. Um, they did show the preview for Black Widow. Mm, which we have not seen, right? No, that has not no, come no, up yet. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So they they had a preview of that. Um, let's see. There is a there is a lot of things. The animation part. Um, Tom Holland was there for Onward with yep. um, Chris Pratt. Very cool. Uh, exciting. Um, we got to see uh, Dwayne Johnson because he will be in the new Jungle Cruise movie. Did he come out on stage? Was he there? He was there. Oh. And, um, oh my it's you know kind of disappointing right because you don't get to video everything yeah right nothing in that room well i think the secondary heroes talked about that in their most recent one they talked about how the rock came out did that preview and then emily blunt came out and kind of did her preview right is that right 
It is. And so when he came out, he was actually on one of the jungle boat boats, the jungle cruise boats. So that was, you know, that was exciting. He got, he kind of ran around the audience a little bit, high fives, etc. None of us were close enough. <laughs> yeah. 7,000 people is hard to get to. Right. So, Interesting. Uh, let's see, a couple live actions. Live action of Mulan is coming out. Um, what else? Um, Maleficent. The second, the second one. Yep. Out, uh, I think it's coming out next month. Very uh, cool. What else? Hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to think what I've heard. Because uh, we're we're not even talking animation. We're talking live action. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I, I'm not the biggest Disney fan. So if you guys have some, chime in. So Frozen. Okay. Frozen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coming out, we got to see an eight-minute clip of Frozen Two. Um, what else? There's just a lot of stuff. Like I said, oh, yeah, totally. We know, and we were not going to have any phones, etc. It's like let's take some notes. <laughs> so, what do what do you think of like I, Onward has captured? Just hearing about it has captured my attention. You know, Pixar doesn't, especially on their original stuff, doesn't put out anything that's bad at all. So. I was waiting for Joey to interrupt me and tell me I was wrong. <laughs> you are wrong because Brave sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, see, I whoa. like Brave. Whoa, whoa, I liked whoa. Brave. Anyway, oh, I knew, I knew, I just had a feeling you had something to say about that. But anyway, Onward looks really good to me. I know it's Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Um, you know what? Let's take it real quick. Tom Holland, we're gonna miss you, Spider Man. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, I really still am hoping Disney. And Sony can work something out, as I think we all can, because I know that movie's not coming out. The next Spider-Man movie isn't even planned in the MCU of Phase 4, so they have time. So, anyway, I wanted to spit that out, because we haven't talked about that much here. Um, what else did you talk about? The live-action Mulan, what did you think of that? Did that look did that look promising? That did. Like, you know, I haven't seen any of the other live-actions that have been out, just because, I don't know, it doesn't really pique my interest with the live-action. Yeah, sorry for everybody that, that enjoyed all the, you know, Aladdins and whatnot. But um, Mulan may actually be one that I would want to go see. Well, it makes sense because it's actual people and it's actual <laughs> fighting because it's about a war. And, you know, unlike these, because it's funny, they call them live action, but Lion King is really an a new animated movie. Am I right? Yeah, it's completely yeah. animated. I mean, it's CGI, so yeah. Right, there's no actual lions in it as far as I know, so... That one they didn't actually do anything with. Aladdin, maybe uh, Jungle Book. I guess they did have the kid. Uh, they had a Mobley, but everything else was CGI. I'm missing one. I don't know what it is. But anyway, Beauty and the Beast. Thank you. I knew, it. and that one wasn't bad. But I like you know, that. that was actually. A good but movie. that's because there were actual people in it too. You know, it wasn't all animation. I think they also had the Cinderella one too. Thank you. I knew. See, this is how good my Disney knowledge yeah. is. I didn't so, see that one. Uh, Eve, I had a question about the Mulan one because I know when they first announced that they were doing a live action one and then Disney said that it was not going to be a musical, that there was some backlash uh, from a lot of fans about that. Did the clip that y'all see uh, got to see, did it have any musical numbers that they showed or did they address whether it was going to end up being a musical with some songs in it or not? So they didn't address anything about the musical part. Um, I'm trying to think of the clip that we saw um 
also really didn't address any musical parts. So hmm. we'll see what happens. You yeah. know, though that that curious. might be okay. It might be curious if they go and do a, a gritty, more raw movie. You know, again, it's it's about a war, and and war is not pretty. Let's face it. You know, there's no real sing. And I, I mean, I imagine there's not going to be any seeking dragons. I don't think any Murphys in it. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see where they go with it. I, I think they have a real opportunity to do something great without resorting to doing a scene by scene of the cartoon, which I have never seen, by the way. So I don't you know. This is coming from my opinion of somebody who doesn't know the cartoon at all. You anyway, definitely need to watch it with Ava. I think she'd enjoy that. it. Oh, I think I think I would enjoy it, actually. I The problem is it came out. There was a time with Disney animation where I was really upset with them after Pocahontas and after Hunchback. And that's because they did such a. Sh- well, here I'll I'll swear such a shitty job with those stories, you know. Like they just they took Pocahontas and made a twelve year old girl this beautiful twenty five year old, and they the Hunchback was this adorable guy instead of somebody you know that was hidden in the shadows the whole time. Victor Hugo didn't write anything happy, and they made it into a happy story. They don't do that to that extreme anymore, which I'm glad about. And so I'm back on track. But Mulan came out I think right around there, and I was like, don't even care. It has Disney's name on it. Don't want to see it. So I think you're absolutely right, Joey, and I will add that to my queue. I think it already is in there, to be honest. But um, again, I think the live action could be really something. They could really do something different, and uh, and really has a lot of potential to be good in a lot of different ways. Hot take there. You know, there's singing in there, though. It is Disney. So it is. It is Disney. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of. And, I mean, we've talked about this a lot. That there's a lot that is Disney that people just don't associate with Disney. Because of course, when you say Disney movie, what's the first thing that pops into your head? All the animated animation. cartoons. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but they do so much else, you know, and I mean, and there's even things that don't have their name specifically on it that they've bought through the years that, you know, they could still do some other things. And I know that's not the case here, but it, anyway, I'm, I'm going to get off my, my soapbox and let you continue. But very cool. Um, I'm glad you saw that. What else did you say? Um, oh, we, um, let's see. You said Maleficent. I never saw Maleficent, the first one. <laughs> So I, and I'm kind of over Angelina Jolie myself. But um, what do you think? Is that something we're seeing? Do you guys want to see it? I saw the first one. It was a yeah. long time ago. I don't remember much of it. I thought it was like stylist, like stylistically, it was it was pretty cool. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm not a huge, I'm not a, the biggest Disney fan. So if it's on, I'll probably I'll watch it. I won't go out of my way to really watch a lot of the newer movies. Um, but yeah, maybe I mean maybe I'll check it out if it's on like Netflix or like on demand or something. But I wouldn't go out of my way to the theaters for it. Same. I saw the first, but not overly excited to see that. I would honestly rather see Frozen two before Maleficent two. Brave two for Joey, right? Brave two, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Aladdin was I think that is the only live action adaptation that I've seen because I'm kind of like y'all like I like the classic cartoon version and I don't see the need for the live action version of it. You know what I to think? Me, it you know what I think doesn't add for us because we're at that age bracket where we grew up watching these films, right? You can talk about Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella. Anything that they've made into a live action, I guess we'll call all of them and throw them in that bucket as live action. We saw the original, so we have a certain, I guess you would call it a standard that we want the movies now to live up to. So I'll be honest, I saw Beauty and the Beast. The live action was great. I loved it. 
Aladdin, one of the things that was really missing for me personally was Yago. And no Gilbert Gottfried. I I don't know if the kids now would really understand and appreciate it as much as we did because he was almost a staple in our time as far as his tone of voice, right? And it added that right. comedic element to the movie where I feel it was just personally it was missing that for me. But regardless, it was a good movie. I think Will Smith did a great job. Nobody can ever fill Robin Williams' shoes, especially when they made that movie for him, right? right? I don't know if you guys are familiar. They let him have free reign, do whatever you want. They designed the character around him. So I think it was really, how would I say it? It was in poor fashion that a lot of people were throwing salt at Will Smith and telling him he didn't do a good job because he made the character his own. Right. He did it his way. So I I was thoroughly impressed with what he did with the character. I think that's what you have to do too when you go into those uh, remakes, those live action versions, is you have to take it as its own entity and say, okay, this is not the same animated version. It's a different artistic interpretation. But I think where they failed with The Lion King was they almost did like a 99.9% shot for shot remake. And I think that's where some people kind of got turned off by it. But then on the other hand, that's what they kept getting this feedback from all the other ones was, oh, you didn't put this part in or you changed this part. So it's just, I guess, the moviegoers being fickle as normal and movie studios can't keep up from one minute to the next what what we want. The hard thing, too, is they're trying to impress everybody where that's not going to happen, right? Right, right, exactly. You're on mute, Clint. (laughs) It has to happen every episode, right? I I think it has happened every episode. Yeah, sorry. I, I... Anyway, um, I think you guys brought up some really good points. I totally agree with you, especially about the standards. Um, on The Lion King, it's interesting because, uh, like you said, it's a shot by shot, but they had some good talent in that. Now, again, I'm not going to go see the movie uh, for whatever reason, but I did listen to a couple of the songs, and I really like uh, Hakuna Matata now when they have, um, oh, I can't remember the name, Seth Rogen, of course, and then uh, Kevin... Oh, I can't remember Kevin's name. But anyway, it's really funny how they did it a little bit differently, but still did it the same. They did a lot of that in Beauty and the Beast, too, which was made it entertaining. It was a little bit different, though you understood the core story. But it sounds like a lot of Lion King, you know, listening to the music again is, again, shot for shot, word for word, note for note, song for song. So uh, I, I, I hear you. But anyway, enough live action talk. Let's go to the animation and talk a little Frozen 2. Uh, Eva, are you excited for Frozen 2? I am. I actually watched um, the first one a couple of days ago just to kind of refresh my memory from from uh, the first time I saw it. So it should be exciting. A little um, was cool that they showed us. Well, I, I you guys are probably going to... Here's my hot take again. I actually think the first Frozen is a great movie. The problem is Let It Go just wouldn't go away like you know you what need i mean to like, let it go clint you need to let the yes. feeling go. well well and, and and john oliver has a hashtag of just let let it let it go go you know kind of thing so you're not wrong but i think the movie itself is actually really well done and has a little something for everybody so the second one to me 
has a lot of again a lot of potential to be something really good. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see what they do with this. If they address any of the rumors about, of course, their parents and where they crash landed, or mm. if Rapunzel's related and mm-hmm. all that jazz, you know, just to see if they do any of that. But um, you know, the movies are actually pretty well written, despite the popularity that turns you off to it. I uh, I have to give them credit for that, and I'll probably watch it again too. And I you know having a daughter, I'm probably sure going to watch it too many times, but. At least, uh, at least it's something that I think has potential due to the actual content of it versus some catchy song. There's my hot take. I haven't seen Frozen. Shame and, on again, you. Again, it, it's not bad. It really it's is. Not, it's not. It's it's pretty good. But like exactly what Clint says is that it just got played out, worn out, however you want to say it, to where you just started hating it because of the fact that people played it out, not because of the movie itself, but it, it really is a, a, a decent movie to check out. And I'll, I'm sure I'll go check the second one out, whether it's when it comes out or when it finally rolls over to Disney plus one way or the other, well, which speaking of, we probably need to get to some Disney plus stuff and talk about some of those uh, announcements that we already knew about. And then some of the new ones that were made at D 23. Good call. Before you even go any further, though, is everybody signed up for D plus or Disney Plus? Has today is the last day to get that discounted rate? Is it really? Uh, I, oh, am. I need to do that. Okay. Yeah, I went ahead and paid for my three years up front. So I'm, I, I'm I did prepaid. as well. Yep, I did. It's Ryan hard to pass up. It is. Eva, I imagine you did it immediately. I actually did it um, a few days ago. I okay. went ahead, debated. I'm like, do I really want it? It's like, yeah, for the price, you can't pass it up for the three years and then. See no. what happens after that. I mean, so it I, comes out to less than four dollars a month. I mean, right. who can say no to that? And uh, Nate, how about you? Um, as a Canadian, I don't know if I have that option. Oh, that's right, <laughs> Canada. Yeah. Damn it. Womp, womp. Yeah, no, Sorry. we. Um, I think we we launched. I think in November. So we do too. Uh, yeah, I'll figure it. Out. At least we get the same launch date. I don't think I. I don't think I get anything special though for signing up for longer or early. Oh, so, I should look into that, but if it's today's the last day, but today's the last day. But I mean, yeah, it's it, it like like Joey said, great deal. So Ryan, don't forget, um, Nate, you might want to look. I mean, I, the nice thing about Disney Plus by itself is what it's seven bucks a month if you do it as a monthly subscription, and that's the yeah, most expensive. Super cheap. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. I think there's. I heard there's rumors twelve ninety nine for that and Hulu. Is that right? And, and ESPN, the and streaming well, ESPN okay. part as well. So I mean, I, anyway, there's options. So anyway, let's just yes, let's talk about some of the shows. Uh, let's see, what are we shows that we already knew of ahead of time? I'm thinking, of course, of the three shows we already. So we knew a bunch about the Marvel shows, uh, like WandaVision. We knew about uh, Falcon, Falcon. And Falcon. Falcon, yeah, Falcon the Winter Soldier. I knew it wasn't the Falcon. Loki. There was the, yes, Loki, the Loki movie, and what uh, if the What If series? They had talked about that beforehand. Yep. Um, I feel like there's one other one that they had discussed beforehand that for some reason I can't think of. But then they had the three other ones that they announced: uh, Moon Knight, yep. uh, She Hulk, yep. and somebody might have to help me out with the third one. Uh, Cap- not Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Yes, Ms. Marvel. Yes, uh, and I uh, I think from what I've seen. It feels like Phase Four in the Marvel Universe is like ninety percent their Disney Plus original programming plus Black Widow, and I really don't. Is there another Marvel movie coming out next year besides Black Widow? Is there something that's coming out next summer? 
I, I want to say Doctor Strange. No, no, Doctor Strange is, is it? Is it? Or twenty twenty? Twenty? Is it twenty twenty? No, it's twenty twenty one. I'm okay. sorry, I forget what year it is now. <laughs> so I was like, Eva, don't scare me, man. Like, sorry, did you? <laughs> sorry, man. I didn't mean to get your hopes up a year early. Uh, did you, Eva? Did you? Uh, did you see any material on that or any any thoughts on that? So no. So that panel um, was at three thirty, and I was actually in a different room at that time. Um, I was. I went to the Agents of Shield panel. So that was overlapping. Um, so I don't know if any of you guys watch Agents of Shield or not. I stopped watching I it a few years ago, but I was a very loyal, very loyal fan for that for the first few years. I, yes. I was as well, and then it kind of dropped off. And then when they did the Ghost Rider storyline, really got me reeled back in. Like I really enjoyed the Ghost Rider storyline. And then it just kind of went downhill, and I haven't even watched mm. the season yeah. that came out. I'll be honest; when they did that jump to space, I stopped yeah. watching. But I, I have a little. Yeah. I'm gonna divert a little bit and left turn. Tell you guys a little funny story about my first trip to Comic Con back in 2015. So we were actually chasing down James Darcy and Clark Gregg. Uh, I don't remember where they were. They had a little offsite panel, but we were. I say about 25 feet behind them in a crosswalk and I'm like trying to snap pictures and I'll send them to you guys after this in the chat. It was just really funny because my first year at Comic-Con, I didn't know what the heck was going on. I'm I'm that novice newbie that was trying to do like everything. I'm like, oh, I got to go here. I got to go there. I got to go here. <laughs> right, I got to go right. there. And yeah, to me, that was one of the smaller highlights of the con that I actually got to get a picture of the back of Clark Gregg's head. Nice. Well, at least you know who it is. Yep. So on the phase four that we left out, uh, we forgot about the Hawkeye uh, TV ah, show that they're having. And the uh, other 2020 uh, Marvel movie that's coming out is The Eternals, which was a pretty big part of their panel. I know they brought all the uh, actors and actresses out for that. Uh, and then beyond that, according to what I'm seeing, part of phase four movie-wise – but not till 2021 is the Shang-Chi movie. Mm. Uh, the second Doctor Strange movie, which I believe um, Wanda uh, is going to have Scarlet, yeah. Witch is going to have a big part in. And then of course the uh, Thor uh, love and thunder, which is 2021 as well is part of that phase four announcement. So right. well, very good. So Eva, are you still big into, um, are you still big into agents of shield then? So I also um, kind of dropped off when they went into space. Um, this, is, this upcoming season is their last season. So they've finished taping the whole season. So we, okay. yeah, so we were actually lucky enough to, they showed us the very first, ep- the whole thing, the very first episode of the last season. Oh, nice. That is cool. That's, that's a big, that's a big reveal. Are you excited about it then? You know, I may have to start watching it again. Okay. That's a fair answer. There, there wasn't a wrong one, but okay. All right. Very good. Uh, so let's let's quickly go around. Uh, we can go east to west here. What are you? What show on Disney Plus, since we've kind of talked about them, are you most excited for? Uh, don't forget, there's also the Star Wars ones, like The Mandalorian. There's um, Obi-Wan show. I think there's even another one I can't even think of right now. Plus, uh, I know there's even more. So there, what is your favorite Disney Plus announcement or show you're looking for? Joey, how about you start? Uh, from what I've seen, 
um, Mandalorian, but just the idea of the Obi-Wan series has got me, I think, the most interested. And I think maybe if they would have had even just like a 30-second teaser trailer for that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely number one. But I I think because of the fact that we saw a decent trailer uh, come out of D23 for Mandalorian, that that's probably the one I'm most interested in right now, especially since it's been coming, as far as I understand, before the Obi-Wan. Yeah, totally. Good call. I am actually most interested in Moon Knight. And the reason is I know nothing about Moon Knight, but I've been listening to a couple different podcasts. They mentioned them on the STS guys. They mentioned them on Three Beers and a Mic about how cool of a superhero Moon Knight is. And they keep calling him basically psychotic, dark Batman. Uh, I don't know. It's captured my attention, so I want to know a lot more. So that's the one I'm looking forward to. I've heard the same thing because Batman himself is kind of a gritty character. And then right. for people to say, oh, this is a grittier version of Batman, I'm I'm definitely interested in that. It seems like it's going to be more along the lines of what some of the uh, Marvel Netflix uh, shows were like, you know, maybe like uh, Punisher or, you know, Daredevil was kind of a little on the gritty side as well. And I would right. I would definitely be interested in that because Daredevil and Punisher are two of my favorite Marvel TV shows. So I'm interested in the Moon Knight as well. Very good. Eva, how about you? How do we get to pick one show? I know, right? I'm going to have to go with Mandalorian. Um, I am a Star Wars fan. I'm not a, you know, I'm not huge like a lot of other people, but I do enjoy Star Wars. So that's what I'm looking forward to most. Okay. Very good. Nate? I'm going to have to go and pull from the um, stereotypical Canadian card, and I'm looking forward to the Mighty Ducks. Um, I saw that they announced it. It's super early in development, but um, I love the movies. So uh, Mighty Ducks is probably going to be one that I'm 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 looking forward to a lot. So sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you. Is that that's a show that's coming to Disney Plus? Yeah, that's yes. uh, from what I saw. Yeah, there's gonna be a yeah they're doing a show uh, based around uh, the Mighty Ducks. This keeps getting better and better. I had no idea. <laughs> there's another one. This- uh, the Home Alone one, apparently they're doing like a reboot of Home Alone, and that just I I I'm not with that. Regardless of what they do, I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, Macaulay Culkin on Twitter he did a thing that was like, "Hey, why can't you just cast me as it?" And he was like, kind of reenacted the scenes, but as an adult, and he's all, like, <laughs> all sloppy looking and like right, you know, right. unshaven and stuff. And, like wow. the thing with Home Alone is like. That's like one of my favorite movies growing up. I could probably still recite it like line for line if I put the movie on. Like I could probably memorize like the entire movie. Um, so I, that's one I'm not looking forward to. At but all. it worked. Yeah, it worked so well in what 1992 or whenever it came. Yeah, out. whenever it came out. Like yeah. it's not going to work the same now, no matter what you do. No, I'm with you. Anyway, Mighty Ducks, good call, Ryan. What you got, Nate? I'm confused. First off, yes. Home Alone was a Disney property. Yes. Or was it a Fox property? That got I think it was a Fox property. Yeah. Uh, and now okay. it's under, yeah, it was a Fox property under okay. under Disney now. It makes a lot more sense now because I'm like sitting here, I was dumbfounded. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't know that was Disney. I'm, I'm, I went like 25 years not knowing that. So thank you for clarifying. For me, I'm a Star Wars fan, but Marvel obviously is my <laughs> true and true. So I'm excited to see Falcon and Winter Soldier to see exactly what's going to... I don't know exactly the timeline of this, obviously how far after the events of Endgame we're looking at, but I want to see the dynamic and the relationship between Bucky and uh, 
Anthony Mackie's character. I can't think of his name right now. Falcon. No, I'm trying to think of his like his real name. Sam. name. There you go, Sam Wilson. Uh, Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah Bad Marvel fan here. I'm really excited to see that dynamic here. I don't know if they're going to go back and tell a little bit of backstory because, okay, I'm going to divert here. In Endgame, it didn't seem like Bucky was at all surprised. So it's as if he had some kind of preconceived knowledge about this all. And Marvel has been really good about not telling backstories. And maybe they do that for a reason. So we go down our roads of speculation. But I want to know, really, what did Cap do in that interim? And there's all these, you know, oddball theories. Was Were there, were there two Caps there when Peggy's coffin was being carried down? I don't know. Oh, huh. Right? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Well, from what I understand from the show, a lot of it's going to focus on uh, Sam Wilson's character not being accepted as the Captain America because of his race. And where I could see that going is Bucky being that supportive friend like he was for uh, Steve Rogers and helping him get through some of that. So I'm assuming that'll be kind of the dynamic between the two of them kind of working through that whole, Hey, you know, I just took over the mantle for this, you know, first Avenger and kind of seeing him through that process. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's definitely what I'm excited for on Disney plus among a lot of the other properties. I'll be honest. I was a huge fan of mighty ducks growing up. Shout out knuckle puck. That was that was a great thing. I still remember that movie very vividly. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for many, many, many other properties. Very cool, uh, Eva. So, I, I, any other panels you want to talk about before we move on to merchandise? Um, we did go to the Marvel Comics panel, the the 80th anniversary. Oh sure. So that was you know that was interesting. Um, got to uh, hear about how it all evolved in the last 80 years, you know, kind of how it began. So There was a nice tribute to Stan Lee there, wasn't there? Yes. Yeah. Very cool. So, very appropriate. Yeah. So, very, very good. I, I have nothing to add to that because I'm just not a big comic book reader. So. Right. <laughs> I, Not I, 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 but I figured it would be interesting. I, oh, totally. I, I agree with you. It'd be totally interesting we're seeing, but I just... Yeah, I can't add anything without anything being there, I guess. Very cool. Was that the last panel you went to? That was, let's see. Yeah, uh, that was on Saturday. So Sunday was the last panel, which was the sneak peek for the for the parks. So that was the last panel that I, I attended. Cool. And we, talk, and we talked about that, right? Yes. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you had a fun time. I mean, Jesus, yeah. I had a good time just talking about them. But awesome. I'm glad you went. Thank you for sharing that with us. Let's talk merch. Before we do that, um, we do have to shout out to Eva because Eva helped us secure the birthday present that the four dorksmen got for Mr. Uh, Mr. Ryan there is uh, his gold fig pin Iron Man. So thank you for your help with that. Ryan already told us he loved it. Shock, I know. Um, but uh, look, he's even taking it out of the box. And you, and you told us you got number. You already told us which number you got, right? Yeah, and just for anybody that is not aware, by the way, this is my very first fig pin. So Eva, thank you very much for helping me secure this. I had joked with my fiance that I was gonna wear this as my lapel pin for the wedding in November. <laughs> and when I actually showed it to her yesterday, when I finally brought it home, you should have seen her face. She was like, anyway. <laughs> 
what I was going to say here is for anybody that's new to fig pins or is not familiar as I kind of was here, I was expecting the serial number to be somewhere on the box, but you actually need to take it out. The serial number is laser engraved on the back of the actual pin yep. itself. So the only way you can know what number you have is you need to break it out. Food for thought. Yeah. And well, I always, mean, obviously I'm an, I'm always an advocate for taking your stuff out, right? The cool I thing have... about the fake pins too is like if the way that the pin back is designed mm -hmm. is you can actually stand them up. Yes. As by itself. So it's kind of a really cool built in thing that's like, you know, you don't for displays. So you can't I I do take my fake pins out. I've got a couple of the XL ones. I've got the the Spider Man XL one and the Thanos XL one at my desk at work and they do sit out of box. So there you go, out of box. Out of box life for fake pins. Team out they of do box. have some yeah, they do have some great display options on them. I, I have not purchased one as of yet. Uh, they did announce that uh, first wave of the Borderlands fig pins, and that they said that there was going to be a second wave coming. And I'm big into Borderlands, have been for several years now. It's a game me and my son, uh, y'all heard me talk about it before. What? So no. I'm sh so <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure that'll probably be my first purchase. I know they've got uh, several. Uh, like I said, that they've already announced. There's uh, a mini, a regular, and an XL of the Claptrap. Uh, and then there's like a tiny Tino, which I think is an exclusive to GameStop, maybe, if oh, I remember like, correctly. That makes uh, sense. And then they have a few of the other Vault Hunters listed, and then there'll be some more comments. I'm sure at that point's when I'm finally going to get it. Because the price point, as long as you don't talk about, you know, because the con exclusives, if you get an XL, is like 40 bucks. But like the minis are like seven bucks, and the regular size ones are like 10 or $11, depending on where you buy it. Um, so it's not really a bad price point. And like I said, they've got a bunch of good display options. They're very high quality. Um, I think that's probably going to be a company that's probably going to be taken off even more so than what it's already done here in the not too distant future. Totally agree. I think you're right. Yep. There's a lot yeah. of other companies that are starting to jump onto the pin market as well. Obviously, we're very familiar with the fact that Funko started doing it as well. And shout out to Yoko and the team at FigPin. These big things, shout out. you know, yeah, exactly. Big shout out. As I did mention, this is the very first that I have that I own. And I agree with you 100%, Joey. The intri intricacy of this is incredible. And I'm not just saying that because it's Iron Man and Tony Stark related. This is really a very well-crafted piece right here. I'm thoroughly impressed. Very cool. Very, very cool. Anyway, uh, Eva, did you get yourself any fig pins while you were there? I actually did get my very first ones as well. Oh, nice. What did, what did you get? I ended up getting the Mickey May 2-pack. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's Perfect. Because I know we've talked about it briefly on here. But, yes, that is, uh, that is a nice two-pack. Yeah, so that was my very first one. Luckily, you know, that one didn't sell out as quickly as the other ones. But, you know, a little shout-out to Ricky and Trevor for, for helping to get that Iron Man. Because, you know, when you're stuck in a panel, by the time yeah. you get out, yes. it's like everything's sold out. Yeah, definitely yeah, shout-out oh, yeah. to Trevor. He did mail it out to me. And thank you, Trevor, for the shirts as well that we missed grabbing at Comic-Con. <laughs> nice. Very cool. You know, you mentioned the uh, Mickey and Minnie. There was also a Sorcerer Mickey uh, that yes. looked pretty cool. And I saw some. Yes, and I saw something on um, Twitter the other day, and from what I could interpret, it was the original artist who sketched that 
particular image of Mickey for the Fantasia movie shared online, like how cool it was that after all these decades later, that his exact image that he drew way back when was still being used for products like the fig pan. I just thought it was a neat little, you know, kind of side uh, story about, you know, this, this guy that's seeing his, art still being used for things you know decades later i thought it was pretty neat that is that is really neat that's cool that is really cool so is that the only set of fig pins you got so that's the only set that i bought for myself um we picked up a couple for some of the people in our group so i have seen i do have the sorcerer mickey here for gary oh nice yeah when i see him in new york he'll get that makes sense it's very nice yeah very cool Okay, what else did you get while you were there? What else did I get? Uh, things that I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> we're all used to that. Welcome to the world, yeah. You know, um, so the whole reservation system that they had this year, you could reserve a spot in um, the three Disney store, retail stores that they had there. So they had um, the, the actual Disney store, they had uh, let's see, the Green Store, and then they had uh, Mickey's of Glendale. So I was only able to get the Disney Dream Store and the actual Disney Store reservations for those. Um, so picked up um, a couple mugs, and other than that, you know, nothing super spectacular. Well, good for you. I'm sure it's hard to do walking through the, uh, you know, the valley there of merchandise flowing at you everywhere. Special stuff that's only there. Uh, I know Disney, you know, Disney, as you mentioned, you got to shop with them, but um, they do have a lot of quality products, too. So it's probably hard not to walk out of there with even more. So kudos to you for Thanks. succeeding in that. Wait, I got to save money. Save money for next month. <laughs> that's right. You got New York coming up here very soon. Very cool. Um, anything else you want to tell us about the con before we kind of wrap this up and, and move on here? Um. All in all, it was good. Um, like I said, not super crowded, not as bad as San Diego Comic-Con. Um, <laughs> How could it be, right? Right, exactly. So, you know, the the, sh- the retail floor was not very big, right? Most of your time would probably be spent standing in line, but you could do it all in one day. So the way they get you is the panels. You have a panel that you want to go to once a day, so... We have to go three days. Right, right. Yep, I I totally believe that. Very good. All right, well, um, then let's keep moving this right along. I think, uh, thank you for that. Let's get on to some usual Dorksman material. Let's talk about uh, Challenge the Dorksman, our new segment that we started last week. So last week, we, uh, we gave, with Larry, four different choices for watching television for Nate. Uh, Glow was the hands-down winner, which was recommended by Larry. And I believe Nate has actually started watching that. Is that correct? Yep. So I was able to, uh, I got through one episode uh, this weekend before we got to recording. I'm definitely going to go back and watch the rest of it. I think there's three seasons. Yes. Uh, they're all on Netflix. Um, it was awesome right from the beginning. Like right during the intro music, I was already kind of like hooked. That the neon wrestling kind of montage beginning, I was just like, Okay, this is uh, I'm feeling this, so I, I I really enjoyed the first episode. Um, it took me back because for me, like I grew up in the '80s, I was born in the early '80s, and you I didn't really get to kind of experience the 
the culture and the kind of growing up, like kind of what the 80s was all about. So when I see it in movies and when I see it in shows and stuff, it's um, it's nice to see. And it's really cool, kind of like part of my childhood, I guess, that I kind of missed out on um, as I was growing up. So um, grow up watching wrestling as well. So when there was oh, like sure. scene where she was watching Hulk Hogan, she's trying to imitate Hulk Hogan. It's like just stuff I did as a kid with my cousins. You know, you try to pick up the chair, try to throw the chair across the room. Like you break a bunch <laughs> of stuff. It's just like just act like an idiot, right? Like when you're a kid. So um, I was a big fan of that. Uh, I think one of the things, like the humor in it, is uh, is a big is a big plus for me. There's this one line that just had me howling, and it's just kind of like definitely like my level of humor it's uh when she's so she gets like she kind of gets cut from the from the wrestling thing like right in the beginning and she's walking along she's eating tacos and these kids come up to her and they're like bullying her and this kid looks at her and says like what are you laughing at you pert plus looking bitch and i just <laughs> just lost my mind I was, like the wow. most 80s insult right and, yes <laughs> And like I, I don't think they sell Pert Plus anymore, but it was like the most <laughs> 80s insult. And then she's in the car, and the, and then her friend's like, you know, you just get beat up by a bunch of kids? And she's like, well, they were feral and unkept. And I was like, man, this is just perfect. So it was right up my alley. I really enjoyed it. I know that people were a little bit upset that um, the challenge of the Dorksman wasn't actually a real challenge. But... Um, you know, we got we got something we got something in the works for this week, but um, it was it was a lot of fun and definitely I'm I'm glad I, I started watching it for sure. Very cool. Well, let's yeah. let's talk about this week's challenge of Dorksman. It's Joey this time. Yeah, I got yeah, Joey's excited as you exciting. can tell. <laughs> so what? What we static? <laughs> hey, slow down, buddy. We got to get through it first. Calm down. Uh, so what we're gonna do after his reaction to Nate's uh, Nate's weird food combination is we're gonna challenge him to do. A weird food combination. So all four of us are going to give a recommendation. Of course, you can vote on it. You'll have a couple days uh, when this is released. And then then Joey will have to do it before we record the next episode. So, Joey, we'll see how it goes. We're going to go to east to west again. We're going to start with Nate, though. So Nate, Ryan, me, then Eva to recommend or to give a recommendation for this. So, Nate, please start us out. I think there's no surprises to what I'm going to pick for him. Um, it's got to be mac and cheese with ketchup. And you don't have to eat like a whole bowl of it. Like, I mean, like that's just you know I, I I see your reaction. I know how you're. I know how you're going to react to it. But yeah, you, know, you got to at least try it. I think that's so, that would be my. So is it more? I, just to clarify, is it yeah. you have the bowl of mac and cheese and you put the ketchup on top of it, or is it more you have the mac and cheese and you're dipping it as you eat it? You know, so you get your bowl of mac and cheese, you put the ketchup on top of it, and you mix it up. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we were clear on that. Yeah. Cool. Ryan, what you got? I can get down with that mac and cheese and ketchup. I think I'll I would try that. Your other one, I know your notes here saying that we're not going to suggest it to Joey, but I'm still thoroughly disgusted by the soy sauce with vanilla ice cream. Like, <laughs> I feel like I said it last week. I feel like I want to vomit. It's... Ugh. Just so, try it. I'm just no, no, as a side. No, 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 no. Wait, so is that your suggestion? Is yeah. that your suggestion? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I hate you. I, I so. was that. I won't eat it. I'll tell you what, Joey. How's this? We'll, we'll change it up a little bit. If you'll try it, I'll try it. Wow. And I'll, actually, it I'll take a video it of me wins. doing it. Yeah, it's got to win. That's if the it point. Wins. That's if it wins. No, this is a challenge for just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> it's up this to you guys. 
So I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had trouble finding one um, that didn't disgust me thoroughly. Uh, there's a lot. Of, I mean, I try actually both of them that you guys have suggested so far. Oh, with the uh, soy sauce, you have the ice cream. You put the soy sauce on top, right? Is that yep, how it goes? Yeah, you just mix it up as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure I'm clear on that. Um, you know what? I am gonna go with. I am gonna go with dipping Oreos in orange juice. That just sounds <laughs> intrusively wrong in in every way. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna go with. So, I think uh, there's it, a Bible verse that says that you should not do that. I'm there just, probably is. It's probably written in the Bible somewhere. Well, that apparently you don't I'm going it. somewhere south then because I used to do that as a kid every once in a while. It's actually well, not that really? bad. It's not that bad. I've eaten I, it I, before. I thought it was just interestingly enough, and it doesn't. It was kind of something different that I. That's why it's mine. So that's mine. Eva, what do you got for Joey? I I don't know if you're a big fan of peanut butter. Or a big fan of pickles. <laughs> I like that one. Pickles and one. peanut butter. Okay. So what are we talking? I, Taking the like the whole pickle and then like dipping it in the peanut butter and eating it that no, way? No, like a sandwich. Like a sandwich. And I, I sandwich in it. So if you peanut like butter Joe, sandwich with sliced pickles is right. like what we're talking about. Uh, okay. Joy, okay. I'm with all you. Day. Joy, do you like pickles? Yes. Okay. All right. So that one's not. Uh, keep that in mind, voters, when you're voting. Is Joey actually likes pickles? You don't have a peanut allergy, right? Yeah, because... I, do like peanut butter. <laughs> I do not have a peanut allergy. Yeah, we, no. we want to disgust you. We do not want to kill you. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. If you you can object if there's a medical reason for it. Well, very good. So there you guys have it. We have uh, again ketchup and uh, and macaroni and cheese, soy sauce, and vanilla ice cream. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's that's okay. what he specified. Okay, Vanessa. Okay, uh, Oreos dipped in orange juice, or a pickle and peanut butter sandwich. And we just want Joey, to throw it out there too, guys. The caveat here is if we do the vanilla ice cream and soy sauce, I will do it with Joey, and I'll take a video also, of it. Also, Joey likes pickles, so yeah. There you go. And I also like peanut butter, and I also like mac and cheese, and I also like ice cream, and I also like orange juice. I just don't like all of them combined <laughs> together. So. And that's the challenge. Good luck. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, just wait for yours, sir. Yours oh, I, is coming. Yeah, I, yours yes. is coming. Mine. Mine might result in my death. We'll figure that out when the time <laughs> comes next, next Stay week. Stay tuned. Right. All right. Let's get to uh, let's get to the game then, since uh, we we've discussed it. Everybody, we've told everybody some interesting information. Now let's have some fun. So, Joey, the floor is yours. Yes, sir. So uh, last week we played uh, Buck Seventy Five Over or Under. Uh, with Larry on there, uh, which was uh, guessing uh, which actors or actresses had starred in or been part of either over or under 175 uh, different TV shows or movies, which I think everybody enjoyed. Uh, This week, uh, the game is called 64 Zappa. So I'm going to give you a title. Uh, We'll go five rounds. And you need to tell me whether the title I give you is the title of a Frank Zappa album or if it's the title of a Nintendo 64 game. All right. Let's see how this goes. Okay. So I'll give you an example, a real easy one. I'll throw out a softball. So, Clint, if I said Banjo-Kazooie, you would say? Frank Zappa. (laughs) Yeah, good. Good, good, Ryan. Good. I'm I'm hoping there's a trick question where it's both. Yeah, no, no, it's it's Nintendo 64. So anyway, we'll start off. Clint, we'll go you first, then Eva, 
then Nate, and then Ryan. And Clint, you get to go first. You get to open up since you were last week's winner. So are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. First title, California Speed. Zappa. (laughs) Incorrect. Ah! Actually, Nintendo 64 game. Seemed too easy. All right. Yes. All right. Uh, Eva. Yes. Dark Rift. I will go Zappa. <laughs> Incorrect. That's Nintendo 64 as oh. well. Oh, man. No softballs on the actual round here, by the way. All right. Uh, next one. Joe's Garage. That's for you, uh, Nate. Joe's Garage. That's got to be a, a Zappa album. It is a Zappa album. Hey, there, there you go, guys. Very good, sir. All right. Next one is for Ryan. Hexen. Hexen? H-E-X-E-N. Hexen. Can you use it in a, sen- in a sentence? <laughs> What's the country of origin? Uh, right. <laughs> What's, how do you pronounce that phonetically in French? Um, yeah, exactly. I'm going to go Zappa. Ah, it's actually a Nintendo 64 game. I'm a bad nerd. I don't know that. Jeez. You are. Yeah, the only one who's done well is Nate so far, so don't feel too bad. All right, moving on. Round Joe's Garage, though. Like, let's Round two. We're going back to you, Clint. All right, let's do it. The Grand Wazoo. That is actually a Nintendo 64 game. Nope. It yeah. is a Frank Zappa album. I was hoping I sounded confident enough. All right. No, no, you didn't. Apparently not. No. All right, Eva. Yes. Cyber Tiger. Oh. Let's go with Zappa. Incorrect. Nintendo oh. 64. I was going to go Zappa. Damn. I thought, I thought this was Zappa. <laughs> Nate. Mischief Makers. That sounds like an N64 game to me. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park again. Nate's 2-0 and right now. Well done, Nate. Stop cheating. Ryan, your turn, sir. Tinseltown Rebellion. Hmm. Zappa. Zappa is correct. Right? Yes, yeah. I'm on the board. No oh, donut. Right. You are on the board. So, All right. Are, speaking of wait, donuts, you, Clint, you, you're up. Are you a Zappa fan, though? Is this is this why this came up? Who me? Yeah. No, it was just one of those toilet ideas, like sitting on the toilet, coming up with ideas. <laughs> it, it's working. Well done. All right, let's do it. All right, round three, Clint. Bio freaks. Oh my God, sixty four. Ah, you are correct. You're oh. finally out of the out of the hole. Finally, awesome. Woo. Eva. Yes. Get her love. Get her love. What? G e t t e r. Get her love. Uh, let's go, Nintendo. Very good. It is. Hey, hey. Thought, I'd, thought I'd throw you a curveball there. All right, Nate, your turn. All right. Freak out. That's an N64 game. 
Incorrect. Zap. Ah, I feel better now that you got one wrong. <laughs> yes. All right, Ryan. The tie. Bongo Fury. N64. Incorrect. Really? Zappa. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Round four. Back to you, Clint. Go ahead. Buck Bumble. I had to say that carefully. I had to enunciate. <laughs> Buck Bumble. Buck Bumble. I'm Buck going Bumble. Six, going 64. 64 is correct. Very good. Coming for you, Nate. Oh. Eva. Hot rats. <laughs> hot rats. Hot rats. Coming at you hot. I know. Let's go Zappa. It, that is correct. It is hey, a Zappa. Good job. Good job. All right, Nate. Glover. As in Danny? <laughs> I guess so. Glover. I'm going to say Zappa album. Incorrect, Nintendo 64. Yep. So far, y'all are tied. Let's see what happens with Ryan. Chunga's Revenge. N64. Chunga? (laughs) No, Zappa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm terrible at this game. We're all two and two, I think. So. Yeah, we're all we all got two. No, uh, going into the fifth and final round, uh, Clint, Eva, Nate are all tied two and two, and Ryan is one and three right now. At least I don't have a donut. Yes, no. <laughs> I'm just correct. gonna pull a Dima next round and say some weird stuff. And <laughs> go off on my own little tangent. Like Sega Genesis. <laughs> there all you right, go. all right, Clint. To you, sir. The title is Mother Mania. Oh. Zappa. Zappa is correct. Well, Clint takes the temporary lead. Eva. Yeah. Zoot allures. That means damn it in French. Yes, zoot allures. Uh, Learn something new today. Let's go with Zappa. Zappa is correct. <laughs> Good call. Nate. Right. 200 motels. It's got to be Zappa. It is Zappa. That's what I thought too. Good job. That'd be a weird video game. Yeah, it'd be super weird. All right. So, Ryan, you lose. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the support, guys. Come on. So, this is what we're going to do because I have one left. Oh, I see. So, since I can see Clint, Nate, and Eva, the first one to raise their hand gets to try to take the last one since we're tied at three and two. Okay. Chet's Are y'all ready? Yep. Yes. Go. Are y'all ready? Put your hand down, Clint. <laughs> Here we go. Dual heroes. Boom. Clint. That's 64. It is 64. Uh, yes. So for two weeks in a row, y'all have let Clint win. I don't know if I want to play <laughs> games anymore if Clint's going to keep winning every so, week. So I, I got to ask, what was it that I, – I get the Zappa part, but what made you go 64 versus any other console out there? I don't know. It's just what I thought of, man, on the man, toilet. It totally worked. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but wow. Wow. Well done again, sir. That's a fun game. That was a fun one. Instead of games – as the name of the segment, we're going to start calling them Toilet Thoughts. 
and that's going to be the name of the, I the like segment. That. Toilet thoughts. I like that one. That's you cool. know what? If you're doing some thinking and coming up with that kind of stuff on it, I'm okay with it. I'll 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 have a, another one for next week. You can just I add did. to it. Toilet thoughts to destroy Ryan. Because <laughs> apparently, I am terrible at these. I think no. you were last place last week yes, too, I Ryan. Yes, I was. Hey, we're having fun. This is, yeah, I, I, don't worry. The luck will run out very soon, and, and somebody else will take my crown. I am not worried about that. But Joey, shout out, awesome game, man. Yeah, that let's was do hip hop music, and that way it's between me and Nate. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> my I'd be Tupac for everything, or Tupac, because I'm so white. Tupac. What is six pack, pack, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that Snoop Doggy Doggy? You know, Spoon Dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I heard there's this. It's that doctor in optometry. What's his name? Uh, yeah. No. Anyway, good call. All right, guys. I know we've run along and had a good time tonight. I think we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, before we do, we need a pineapple fact. Yes. So, pineapples ripen faster upside down. So if you turn it upside down and you're rushed to eat one, it'll ripen faster for you. Uh, and upside down, meaning the I'm going to call it the stem. Yeah, stem towards the ground. Stem towards the ground. Okay, there, there you go. Everyone learned something new today. I had no clue. I'm sure none of you did either. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you everyone for listening. A special thank you to Eva for joining us and sharing all her fantastic Disney general knowledge, everything from D23 to the uh, to the actual uh, amusement parks, I guess we're called uh, or whatever we're calling them these days. Merchandise. Thank you. Uh, and thank you again for helping us secure Ryan's gift that he will wear at his wedding one way or another, uh, regardless of what the missus says. We all know better. But anyway, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, again, housekeeping. Follow us. Interact with us anywhere and everywhere you listen to this. We are finally on iTunes. Please leave us a review. Uh, let's see. What else could I tell you guys? We're all over social media at the underscore dorksman on Instagram and Twitter, along with dorksman at gmail.com. Asian Tony Stark is always around saying hello, so follow him on <laughs> on uh, on Twitter. He was sharing Tony Stark one more time. And uh, the last thing I will say, as always, is word, homies. I'll be back. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Please, no gang signs. Evie, you got to sign out? Duh, thanks for having me. <laughs> that works. <laughs>